cockpit oh, there we go sorry welcome <laughs> to the cockpit my name's ryan and i'll be your pilot tonight i am so excited to talk to you guys got the new layout hopefully this is not going to lag i think i think i figured out my issues so <laughs> bear with me let's see if it uh works out together but i want to hear from you guys we're going to do the call-in show the way we do it every week. I'm going to give you guys some of my thoughts. We'll go through some of the uh, the questions in the comment section uh, or in the live chat, and then we will go to the phones, and I want to hear what you guys have to say. I did change the timer. I was able to change the timer, so we're going to do a three-minute timer instead of a five-minute timer. So I'll be able to get some more phone calls to hear your thoughts as well. If you look to my this way, you will see the top, I believe it's the top 64 for... Uh, from Tankathon for prospects, as well as the full draft order. Um, although I believe the full draft order was probably before the Rams won the Super Bowl, so I might have to update that. <laughs> so I apologize if I uh, did not do that. Guys in the chat, I see B2B, Hank G, Ant Jets, Mitt Flair, Benjamin, Watuk, Michael, Joseph, Eminon. Thank you guys so much for hanging out tonight. Now, you guys probably saw my video that I put out just about an hour ago, two hours ago, where I talk about the trailer for Take Flight 2022, or Flight 2022 from the New York Jets. Uh, if you haven't done it, or if you haven't looked at it, take a look at the sh take a look at the video. Let me know if that's something you guys want to see me do more of. Uh, it was pretty easy to do as far as like a logistics editing <laughs> wise, but I kind of enjoyed it. I I, I want to try and tackle this with like interviews and things like that, uh, press conferences along those those routes so I could go through the entire thing. Maybe we'll do it for the One Jets Drive episodes. Do like a little watch party. <laughs> Might not be a bad idea. Uh, Runner Dash said he saw it. Good stuff. Y2K, what's up? See, let's, let's see if I can throw this on the screen and do it the right way. Boom! Look at that. Everyone want to go to heaven, but nobody want to die. That's our boy, Ron Middleton. Coming up with some amazing, amazing, uh, oh, see, you like the Flight 2022, I like it. Zachary Burner says he wants more reactions. I can do that. I can definitely do that. Um, let's see, did I remove that? Yes, there we go. Okay, learning this whole new setup. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? We could talk about how there were rumors coming out about Braxton Berrios wanting $9 million. I know we had heard about that prior, but something to to consider uh, with him and now Foley Fatukasi apparently wanting $8 million. Now, what do we do? Do, do, do you, you don't bend to both offers because that's not how negotiations work. Um, ideally, you wind up going to training camp with our guys, both guys. I would like to bring both back. I was a little, I, I would say I was colder on... Foley initially. Um, and then I, I started thinking about it a little bit, and I think, you know what? It's probably good to start retaining some of our own, especially guys that are captains, guys that other players look up to. If Foley wants to stay on and we can cut Rankins and save the money and say, hey, look, this is what we're willing to do. Will you stay on the team? 
would be fantastic. Now, I tend to believe that Foley knows he's worth more. He'll go to a team that's winning. It just, it sucks. It feels like the Jets get put over a barrel every time we go into these contract negotiations, and it just doesn't seem like we're going to be able to figure this out. <laughs> it's, you got it. This is, so here's my rationale for, for, for wanting the guys, right? Because anyone with salary cap space, or sorry, anyone looking to go to a new team will be looking for the good teams with salary cap space. The, the Cincinnati Bengals, do not be surprised if we lose out to Dalton Schultz or, you know, some of these other top free agents because they go to, to Cincinnati. You got a bunch of young guys on cheap contracts. They made it to the Super Bowl. I can absolutely see a situation where they want uh, to bring in as many as many guys as possible. So are the Jets going to realistically spend all their salary cap space on the guys we want? Look, we've known year in and year out. That's not the case. That's not how things happen. This is not the same Jets that would dish out monster contracts. So I think we're going to have to turn over some stones. I don't think it's going to be quite as cut and dry as a lot of us want it to be. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Uh, oh, here's a good one from Stud City. Stud City says, Even more reasons why Jets don't need to be on hard knocks is because the one Jets drive crew, the whole team that puts together all the videos for the Jets. I, I think they're one of the best in the, like in the NFL. Cause a lot of teams have their own, um, I guess, film crews or, or, or teams like this media teams. And the Jets, I think do a really good job. I do not miss uh hard knocks one bit. And my, I was actually talking to Jay from let's talk lions. Cause he was saying, who would you rather have on hard knocks, the lions or the, the Jets? And I said, obviously the lions. I want to see, you know, Campbell go off. Be fantastic. <laughs> We'll see. Um, Afrim says he's looking forward to the one Jets drive series. It's going to be really good. They do a great job each year. Uh, Irving says he's all in on two tight ends. Two tight ends would be really cool to see. I do think we add one in free agency, one in the draft. If we don't happen to get one in free agency, then maybe you see two in the draft. But I would be pretty, uh, pretty surprised if we did that. Um, let's see. Jared says that trailer had me hyped. AF. Love it. Uh, Kyle Ormsby. Will we make a move on the first day of free agency? Yes, I do think we will. I don't think it's going to be for anyone, uh, that we really, really desperately want. I would be surprised anyway. I mean, it'd be cool to see Dalton Schultz come to the Jets on day one, but I think we may sign like a lower end player early in this process. I do think the Jets are going to try and make some moves because if the Jets don't start winning games, I think that seat is going to get a little bit hot. Now, I do, and that's for Douglas and Salah, but I do think that they would be coming back for one more year. I do think we're locked into Wilson for three years. I'd be surprised if we um, weren't. They want, want to build it wrong. Or want to build it right. <laughs> Frank says Foley is gone. Curly Norman, not to be negative, Nancy, but videos don't get me hyped up anymore. When the Jets actually start winning is when I'll get hyped. Oh, Curly! I understand. I get why fans may not buy into the hype videos. But you know what? Let yourself, allow yourself to indulge. Enjoy the offseason. We don't have any losses right now. <laughs> this, is, this is our time. We're undefeated, boys. Undefeated. Uh, Michael says he does not want Foley. 
Ikeem says, if we trade for a receiver, who would you rather have, Ridley or Amari Cooper? I would, skill-wise, I would prefer Calvin Ridley. Um, I believe age-wise, too. I think he's 27. Although I think Amari Cooper is probably somewhere around that as well. Um, you could probably get Amari for cheaper unless you renegotiate his contract, which you would really want to do because $20 million a year for three years is a lot of money to pay Amari Cooper. Now, I don't think... I don't know. I don't... I don't think... If he was traded to us, I don't think he would negotiate renegotiate his deal. Um, I think he's more likely to renegotiate and stay with Dallas, maybe? Or to a team that he really uh, covets. So... We'll see. If I had to choose one, though, I would say Ridley for the skill, Amari for the price, meaning the the, the trade that we'd have to give up uh, to get him. Uh, Michael says, since these owners are too cheap to compete for these players. That's been a big knock on the Cincinnati Bengals, is that they don't spend the money for the talent. Uh, now, I'm curious to see if that's still the case after seeing everything that's gone on over the course of uh, the last two years with Burrow, maybe they, they decide, hey, look, maybe it's time to, to spend a little bit of uh, cheddar. We shall see. Uh, GVH says Foley is gone due to money, but wish Sal could adjust scheme to fit Foley. Rushes, uh, rushing a nose tackle, not going to work for us. Uh, look, ideally, they paid John Franklin Myers to replace, no, I shouldn't say replace, but should be the, the guy starting next to Quinn and Williams. If you wanted to, look, it, you could have a serious conversation about bringing back Foley for cheap and then rolling with Quinn and see what happens. And then maybe, you know, you have to renegotiate Quinn and you have to exercise his fourth year, uh, fifth year option this offseason at the very least. So even if you hold on to him to, for a year, if you're not getting the production out of him, maybe you don't want to exercise that option. Maybe you do wind up letting him walk in free agency or trying to trade him or something along those lines. Uh, Foley may present some type of... Uh, I don't want to say some type of insurance policy because I don't think that's good. I think they have an entirely different skill set. But I do think that you're more likely to continue getting production out of... Eh, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm looking forward to quitting. But I do think that uh, the nose tackle interior defensive line is probably probably a little um, dense right now or, or packed with guys. So we'll see. Uh, what else are you guys talking about? Afrim says Tannenbaum and McCagnan are no longer GMs. Don't expect to bring the bag mentality. I agree. We are playing, playing a new game. Eminon says no more jet tax. I would hope not, but you got to start winning games before there's no more jet tax. So I, I disagree. Uh, Duncan, some six level chess going on with the jets, making it look like we want to draft tight ends. <laughs> right? They're, everyone believes we want to take a tight end. They say, no, we're not. We want to go towards free agency. It's one of those, uh, look over here. Don't look what this hand's doing over here. Seriously. No, look at this hand. <laughs> That's the way I looked at it. Um, Gitmo Bob says it's going to be up to JD and JS to convince potential free agents. JS. Who is JS? Joe Douglas, I'm assuming that's Robert Sala. Is the J close to the R? No, it's not. Uh, potential free agents. That the Jets are up and coming. Hope they can pull it off. I hope so, too. I really do. I'd like to see some guys come in here. GBH says no more Jared Davis on day one. Dude, I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. We're going to wind up signing someone 
to that we we don't love in in free agency really early. Um, just the way it goes. Nigel says Amari Cooper seems like a no-brainer even at $22 million cap hit for the next few years. He's actually, well, not you're, you're, you're pretty much right. Three years, $20 million a year is what it winds up being. We don't actually pay his signing bonus. The signing bonus stays with the Cowboys as a dead cap hit. Um, so, yeah, three years, $20 million a year. If you consider the cap going up, maybe you, you don't mind. Look, if I had to pay a receiver for a duration of time while we had Zach on a rookie contract, it would be three years. So Amari Cooper does fit that bill. Uh, I really do. Ooh, here's an interesting one. Uh, Pirlo is a legend. Pirlo is a legend. Says, I'm bringing back Foley over Berrios. He's a special teamer. Berrios is like so much more than a special teamer. <laughs> I, I don't, I disagree. I would prefer, much rather prefer to bring Berrios back over Foley. Um, hopefully we, uh, we do things the way I, I hope we do. Got to surround our quarterback with talent, and and Barrios is one of his favorite guys. Watuk says, "Enjoy the ride up because that's the direction it's going." Yes, <laughs> some positivity, boys. That's what I want to see. Ah, nice frosty, cold Bud Light. I'm not a Bud Light guy, but I've had a bunch of these in my fridge. I've got two fridges. I got the, got the main fridge downstairs, and I got the beer fridge like way downstairs. What I should do is I should put, like, a tiny fridge under my desk and stock it with things that are better than alcoholic water. Um, let's see. What else we talk about? Michael says, besides, since he needs O-line, and should really sign their own guys. They don't have that many guys hitting free agency, and they have, like, $50 million in salary cap space before cuts. So they have plenty of money. Joe says the Jets need to sign a guard and a safety in free agency trade down from four if an edge is not available. I don't I don't know what to do. So I, I want to bring back LDT purely because that, at least in my mind, allows me to go into next year with a starter in place at guard that we probably are not paying a crazy ton of money to. A guy that worked well with our team while he was in our rush yards per carry rush yards per carry were way up with him in the lineup and then go into the draft not needing to take Iquanu, not needing to take evan neal i do i would like one of those two guys but that's only if thibodeau's not there thibodeau falls to to four you run up you you take that draft card you take the edge rusher then you go to 10 if Linderbaum's sitting there, maybe you do that. Now you've upgraded your entire offensive line. Or you go with the wide receiver at 10. because if, Or you trade down from 10, like we heard. You trade down from 10, you get the receiver, and then you stockpile even more picks. That's really what you want to do. I would say if you stay put at 4 and 10, if Thibodeau's not there, I would go after Aquanu or Neal, whoever falls. And then at 10, you're looking edge rusher. There's a lot of guys. Lots and lots of guys. Jermaine Johnson's going to be a very, very popular name for us, I think, by the time we get close to the draft. I think this guy's going to go top 15. I would take him at 10, no questions asked. Um, let's see. Nate says, do you think trading 10 is a possibility? I do. I do, Nate. I think that the Jets are going to try and attempt to, to move out of that spot trying to drive the quarterback narrative. I do think Washington is going to try and get a quarterback. 
we have seen rumors that uh, Kenny Pickett was talking with Matt Rule. So in the event that Pickett goes top 10, maybe the the Rodgers goes to Denver at, at number nine. So that pick's going to the, to the Packers. They're not taking a quarterback. But now Washington at number 11 and us sitting just in front of them, they may want Malik Willis. That's where maybe that Steelers trade comes up. Because if, if Mike Tomlin, if the rumors I heard are true, he wants a running quarterback and Malik Willis might fit that bill. And I don't think he's going to make it to them at 20. So you want him, trade up. Uh, Owen says, Ryan, you should get diehard fans, streamers for other teams and do a mock draft together with everyone predicting their own team would draft. Owen, were you, are you in my DMs right now? <laughs> because your boy already reached out to guys. This video is coming. I reached out to UCF Jaguar uh, to make the first pick. Let's talk Lions, my buddy Jay. He's going to make the second pick. I reached out to Jake Asman. I know he's a Jet fan, but he's Texans beat writer. Uh, so he's going to be doing pick number three. I'll do pick number four. Uh, and then I reached out, I'm, I'm still reaching out to the guys five through nine. <laughs> I reached out to five and seven already. I got, got my guy for who I hope will do it. He hasn't responded to me, but that's, I talk to him pretty regularly. Um, hopefully the entertainer does five. I would like, I'll probably get the keep pounding podcast. Uh, cause I collabed with them last year. They'll probably do the sixth pick. Seven will either be, uh, I would like to try and get Bad Dog. I'd like to get two different Giants guys. But if not, I'll probably have Chris do five and seven. Um, eight is the Falcons. I have to find a Falcon. If you guys know a Falcons YouTuber, let me know, because I don't know anyone that does the Falcons. I tried looking for this last year, and, <laughs> and there was no one around. Uh, and then nine for Denver. Denver might be an interesting one. I know there's one I really want to get. He's never going to do it because he's way too big, but I would love to do, lo love to get some more. And then I'll do 10. Uh, but I like doing this every single year. I, uh, I tried to do it last year. There were so many picks between us and 23. It was tough to get everyone uh, on board. Lawrence Wapples says, what's up, Ryan? I said it before. I'll say it again. We need to double up on wide receiver, tight end, and edge. You're saying double dip at each one of those? All right. Here's how I would do that. If I were to double up in free agency, I'd be looking Allen Robinson, and then I would be looking at some point in the draft. I probably wouldn't be going 10 overall, but I would probably be looking at some point in the draft, second or third round. Uh, at tight end, I would be looking, I would be surprised if we got Dalton Schultz. If you get Dalton Schultz, then I'd probably look to go Jeremy Rucker in the third round. Um, if you can't get Schultz, then I would go after one of Howard, Gazicki, uh, Najoku, maybe a Zach Ertz, someone along those lines. I, th I think Najoku and Howard are probably the two most realistic based on their performance and their contract demands. Edge-wise, I do want to double dip. I would prefer to go older edge rusher in free agency, a vet, someone like a Justin Houston, someone like a uh, Chandler Jones, someone along the, the veteran path, a Von Miller maybe. Maybe he's looking to cash in one more time after his Super Bowl win. Um, or maybe he retires. Who knows? I would like to get some edge rusher looking for a final payday that wants to get a year or two, pay him a little bit more than you, than you would feel otherwise comfortable doing, and get your edge rush locked in. That way, you could go into the draft still needing edge rush, but it won't prevent you from taking one at four or ten. Um, and then at that point, you just have a, a, a nasty rotation of Lawson, 
vet, which would be replacing like a Vinnie Curry plus the the new guy that will be able to um, kind of balance. I, I've always said balance, right? And I said, Corey Davis, just draft Elijah Moore. Sign Corey Davis, draft Elijah Moore. Sign George Fant, draft Mekhi Becton. That kind of this, then that is how I would uh, kind of tackle that. So I would, I would love to see that. Um, let's see. Stud City says Bud Light. For that, drink tap water. Yeah, look, I'm not a Bud Light fan. It's just what's in the fridge. Sorry. Uh, Michael says, I hate to, I hate the long break between Super Bowl and free agency. I know the combine is in the middle of them, but I still, but still, I want free agency now. You don't want free agency now because we got to build up the hype for it, baby. You want to see who we're going to get. See what shakes out. See who gets retained. Just sit down. Enjoy. It'll be fun. Um, let's see. I should probably scroll down and see some of the newer ones in here. Um, Joe Campone says, Icky or Burks plus Zion plus 2023 second rounder after a trade down. Yes. If you get Icky at four, Burks at 10 or whatever with a trade down, then Zion Johnson, the guard out of BC, who's learning how to play center, I'm all on board for Zion Johnson, 100%. And if you can get a trade down with it, pick up some more stuff, all about it. Um, let's see. <laughs> Gitmo Bob says, after the Super Bowl, do people still think the Jets should concentrate most of their picks on offense? I think you need to. Ba I think you need a balanced approach, since both sides of the ball need so much help. I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. I would I would lean towards helping Zach as much as possible. And here's why: if you do that, then maybe you get to the Super Bowl. You may not win the Super Bowl, but you might get to it. Um, a la Joe Burrow. No, you give him as many weapons as possible because you need Zach to succeed. Zach, right now, I, I don't need Zach for just next year or just the year after that. I want Zach for like 10, 15 years. So make sure this kid is the real deal. And then, and then, then you worry about the Super Bowl stuff. Uh, but I do think that we will help the defense. We're going to help, we're going to have a balanced approach. I would say we're going to help the defense a lot in, in the draft. I think we, we go with the, the scattershot approach in the, in the later rounds for sure. Um, but it kind of depends on what happens in free agency. Free agency is really holding a big key here. You get a tight end in free agency like Dalton Schultz, probably not going early tight end. We'll see. Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico says, Odell Beckham. I'm not going to lie. There was a little part of me before watching the game yesterday. I was like, you know what? If Odell wanted to come back to New York, I would have no problem bringing Odell back to New York. The guy's playing lights out. He plays lights out for the first half of the Super Bowl. And then friggin' ACL, won't you know? Every goddamn player <laughs> I like or, or, or appear to like, torn ACL. Jameson Williams, Michael Gallup, Chris Godwin, <laughs> and now Odell. Uh, I know he wasn't really coming back, but man, every time I say something good, someone, someone tears an ACL. I don't like it. Matthew says, what's your dream scenario for the top four picks you can trade back? Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do the trade back because that's, that's a little tough to kind of predict. 
my top four. If Jermaine Johnson raises goes as high as like a top fifteen level um, edge rusher, then I think I might, depending on how the the interview processes kind of shake out. If there's any concern with Kayvon Thibodeau as to why maybe he's dropping down some draft boards, um, and if there's that not that killer instinct instinct, then I would go Icky. Hundred percent would go Icky. Um, if you think. Thibodeau is the guy, then go go Thibodeau. No problem. No question asked. Let's just say he's not. Let's say he's off the board. Icky at number four. I would go Jermaine Johnson at 10. Or in a trade down, I would still probably put that name out there. Uh, then I would probably go McBride. Because now we've got, we've got our guard. We've got our edge rusher. You've fixed both. Not fixed, but you've helped both trenches. McBride at tight end or Ruckert, whoever you want at tight end, I think is important. And then I'm probably looking, I want, I want to trade the second round. I want to trade one of our second round picks. I would like to get a stud receiver. That's like already established, I guess. I don't want to go through rookie growing pains. Although I will say this, if there's an, if there's a situation where like Jameson Williams is like dropping down draft boards and I know Matt and Greenbean are going to crucify me for this. I really like Jameson Williams. I think he's the best receiver in this draft. No questions asked. I'm not trying to win a Super Bowl next year. I think if you can get a guy that might be a top 10 pick otherwise, that you just have to wait, you know, till a third of the way through the season before you can utilize him, and then you have him for the next maybe 10 years as a top 10 receiver, I think you got to consider it at the very least. I know it's not ideally what people want, and people are going to probably roast me in the chat, but... I'm telling you, I like Jamison Williams a lot. I would not be concerned with the with the ACL. Um, let's see. <laughs> Speaking of Bud Light, what happened to the Bud Bowl? Great times. I have no idea what the Bud Bowl is, um, unless you're talking about like the the commercials that used to be going back and forth. I think I only saw one Budweiser commercial. I think it was at like the very end of the game. I was a little surprised by that. Um, <laughs> I went jet fans, the Bud Light got in the fridge somehow. You're right. It's because I, uh, not I, but I have a, a group of guys that host Thursday night football and hosting house provides beer. I'm not buying IPAs for everyone. <laughs> Sorry. That stuff's expensive. Um, and I also want to make sure I have something light and refreshing to drink, uh, when I'm day drinking. So that way I'm not pounding IPAs and just falling overboard. Um, Frank says, when are franchise tags announced? Just before free agency. I believe the cutoff is like the week before. So so if uh, free agency starts on, say, a Wednesday, I believe that Sunday is the legal tampering period, and I think it's the Wednesday before that. I'm pretty sure is when you have to designate your tags. Don't quote me. Don't exactly know. But it's before free agency. Um... Oh, there you go. Watch okay. Franchise players must be announced by March 9th. What did I say? I said a week before free agency, which I think is March 16th. I'm like almost pot or 17th, something like that. George says, are we going to tag anyone? I don't think so. I would be surprised if we tagged anyone. There's no one I would want to tag. Um, I don't think there's anyone on this roster that deserves top five or top 10 money at their position. Not that's hitting free agency at least. Uh, I see Jeremy in the chat. What's up, dude? 
Mud Files. What's good, brother? Uh, he says, free agency looks like you can pay for a defense unless you want edge or safety. Yes, I do. Jake Asman and I are both on, uh, agreeing on this. We, we both want defense and free agency so you can go offense heavy in the draft. Uh, now, that doesn't prevent me from taking edge rusher in the draft by any means, but it would prevent me from going, say, like, safety and then edge rusher <laughs> in the draft. I don't want to see that. Um, but we'll see. I could live with, with Hamilton if he's taken at 10, but I really, I don't really want that. Uh, where else are you guys talking about here? Oh, see, look at Curly. Over 200 people in the chat, only 50 likes. Ron Middleton said, hit it. The like button. I like it. If it moves, hit it. <laughs> Unfortunately, the like button doesn't move. If it doesn't move, hit it. <laughs> hit him. Oh, we got a super chat. Who do we get? Who do we get? Jordan! Thank you so much for the super chat, brother. He says, I hope we pick up Quinn and Williams' fifth-year option. That's going to be a big topic of discussion. I should probably make a video about that. But I do think that we will pick up his option. Um, I think when you take a guy in the top three, it'd be a damning indictment if you did not. <laughs> um, I think you could always... If, some, if something goes completely sideways uh, and you don't want to pay Quinn and Williams, then maybe you, you look at trading him. But I think I would pick up his fifth-year option. I would be surprised if we did not. Uh, I'd like to know what his fifth-year option is being the third overall pick, and I'd have to imagine it's, like, pretty expensive. Um, so we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> Nolan D. You dirty dog, you. He says, I only hit the like button to make it 69. That, have you guys... When they took away the dislike button, it ruined the, the Thanos snap. It was the... Or no, everything balanced or whatever he says, because YouTube, there was an understanding... <laughs> Anyone that went to that video, there was always an equal amount of likes and dislikes. It was perfect harmony. It was the best video I've ever seen. It was like, it might have been millions of likes and dislikes. It was like amazing the way they balanced it out. Um, but it reminds me of the <laughs> 69 or 420. Oh, geez. Um, Mark Riss says, I don't know about Quinn and Williams. Um, interesting, interesting. Gonna have to Gonna have to get some thoughts on this. Ooh, okay, we are up to our call-in show now. So let's, let's see if Ryan does this right. I created a macro. Bam! Call-in numbers on the screen, boys and girls. I'm going to talk to you. Everyone gets a three-minute timer tonight. Different than how I've done it before. Going away from the five-minute, going to the three-minute. Oh, here we go. See who we got. Call from Jack. Jack, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. Hey, right, so I saw the the video you made about McBride, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we're pretty much locked in to get him if he's there at 35. Like, I see no way we pass on him. I would be pretty surprised if we passed on him if he makes it to 35. I think the concern probably is, will he make it to 35? And I would say for me, I have no interest in trading up for, for McBride. Um, I don't think so, at least. Because I really I like Ruckert. There's a few other tight ends that I like. But I hope he's there at 35. I would like to draft him. Yeah, I, I really don't think I would trade up because you probably have to give up one of your thirds. And we just did that last year. 
Mm-hmm. So that would just, uh, I would not be with Joe Douglas if he did that. You'd have to, if you gave up a third, according to like the value chart, you'd get up to the early 20s. Um, so maybe if you were, if you think that uh, McBride might get drafted by, say, the Dolphins now that Mike McDaniel is there, maybe you consider jumping in front of them. I think they're sitting at like pick 29. Um, so maybe there's a situation where the Jets jump up since they own the, not the Jets, the Dolphins own the 49ers pick. Maybe they jump in front of them to, to look at getting a tight end, but man, there's so many good ones and you can get really good ones in like the third and fourth round. I'd, I'd be pretty frosted if we went up to go get a tight end. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. What else, uh, what else you want to see happen? So I want to see us resign LDT maybe at like, I don't know how much money he's going to get, maybe like five or six million, because then mm. we can go into the draft. We could draft Ekwanu, but mm-hmm. we could also wait because LDT has proved he's been a starter, so then we could grab like someone on day two or day three. Yeah, my plan would be if you take LDT, and let's say you don't get Ekwanu, you get Thibodeau, then maybe you take someone like Traylon Burks, and then you get to the second round if McBride's not there, or, or maybe he's there, you take him at 35, and then at 38, you're looking at maybe taking someone like a Zion Johnson or some other guard that's sitting there at that point that you may want to have a long-term relationship with because LDT is probably, if he gets a two-year deal, I think it would be a one-year deal with a team option for the second year. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why we're not talking about DJ Moore because I would give up a second for him. He's been mm-hmm. consistent. He's He's been on the field. He's shown... He could play with any quarterback. I would give up a second for him, no question. I think that's something that people will consider. I think there's a, a realistic possibility that we could wind up swinging Mims and pick for him uh, just because of the, the relationship between Mims and um, Mims and uh, what's his face? Matt Rule. But we shall see. Brother, thank you so much for calling in. Boom! Ah! That's it! You're out of here! Oh, God, I love the chicken. I just love the chicken. Is there a way to, like, there's probably an easier way to do that. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right, phone number's on the screen, boys and girls. You get three minutes. I want to hear how you would rebuild the New York Jets. Call from Green Beans Beard. To accept, press. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing tonight? What's up, buddy? How the heck in there? Talk to me. How would you rebuild the New York Jets or talk to me about something else? <laughs> um, rebuild the Jets. Well, so yesterday, I, I, I rest my case. We need an offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, we can go there first round or second round. Zion Johnson will be there. Um, cool with that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but my big thing is that we're not going to do it all in one off season. Like, still, mm-hmm. like it's not going to be like we're gonna we're not going to have the team we need to go to a Super Bowl or anything like that, right? But sure. we're going to fill a lot of holes this off season. Yeah, I think that's the way you have to look at it because building this team the right way it involves not signing those big name free agents, not having those monster contracts like C.J. Mosley. You want to try and retain your own guys. That's kind of why I'm I'm softening up a little bit more, maybe on the Foley Fatukasi front. Um, I think it's important to show your team that you're willing to retain guys that do things the right way. And I think Foley's been that guy. Um, it's kind of the same way, you know, about Barrios too. I think he's handled his business, but I obviously do not want to pay him $9 million a year. 
No, no, I yeah, I no, I agree. If we can get him for the right price, like five to six, and if we can get Foley for about seven, eight, I guess mm-hmm. eight ish, I think that's good. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, you say Berrios at six or seven, Foley at seven or it's probably like seven million. I'd, I'd feel pretty comfortable. I don't want to give him his top top value number that he wants because it's negotiation. <laughs> Come on, stay with yeah, us. Yeah. Well, you don't have to move. Yeah. That's that's a big uh, big yeah. factor. No, absolutely, and you've got to have a cons- you got to have consistency too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, and he was he was he was a little inconsistent. I I, I don't know. I mean, but we we've seen him become potentially one. You know, like play like one of the best run stoppers in the NFL, and we've seen him not play as well. So, mm-hmm. you've got to have consistency too. Yeah, I I don't want to I I want to make sure we don't accidentally harp on like the Jets run defense being bad and like somehow making it like Foley's fault also. Like I understand the, the thought process of like, Hey, why should we pay this guy $78 million? We were last in the league in run defense or, or whatever we were. I think you can have a bad run defense while having good players in your defense. Um, so I just want to make sure we like know that like Foley's yeah. not the problem. He's part of the solution potentially. Right, right, and JD and JD and Salen, and they know that because they're watching the tape and they know who's do, doing their job and who's not doing their job and what's causing it. Like they're fully aware. So if they pay him, it's because mm-hmm. they know that it wasn't his fault that he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, I I completely agree. Jeremy, I love you, dude. Thank you so much for calling in, and you have been ejected <laughs> from the cockpit. You're out of here. Uh, the one thing with the new timer, I don't have it auto set for the chicken. I have to actually click the chicken button. Ugh, the fact that I have a chicken button is a little... That's it! You're out of here! Chicken. Who we got? Who's on the line? Call from... Mr. Motivation. To accept, press one. Mr. Motivation, how you doing tonight, brother? How you doing, Lion? Trying to hang in there. Trying to hang in there. You know, just I just watched the final episode. I shouldn't say final episode, but the end of part one of Ozark season four. So I'm I'm pretty excited for whatever season two is going to be. But that's that's what's going on in Ryan's life. I want to know about you. What's going on, brother? None, man. Just the same old. But I've been doing some thinking and all that, and I'm still hoping that we somehow, some way, I don't care what it takes, but to get Trey McBride on this team. Oh God. Everyone wants Trey McBride. I completely understand because I, I want him just as badly as you guys do. Uh, but man, I don't want to. I don't want to break the bank. I don't want to like have a trade up where we we just spend all our our draft assets. No, I shouldn't say all our draft assets, but I don't want to like. I don't want to overdo it. I want him, but I don't want to go crazy about it. Not completely understand. Like you, you want to hold on to our first round picks, but you're still hoping that he's in the second round and potentially like he's actually a late first round pick from what I'm hearing now. Yeah. I've heard late first round pick. I know Ali who was down at the senior bowl was, was saying that. And it seems like I've seen a few mock drafts with him at the tail end of the first, but I've also seen him like ranked in the third round. So like, I'm not exactly sure where he actually ranks. Um, I'm not as banged up about losing McBride. I think he's, he's not super tall. He's like, I shouldn't say not super tall. He's six foot three. Um, I do think we probably saw the the peak of what he's going to be because 90 receptions in a season is like a crap ton of <laughs> receptions. I think you're more likely to have a much higher upside with Ruckert 
but have the the safety of a stable um, tight end in, in McBride, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It's just the reason I want him so bad is because, like, if you put him on the scene where I know he would fit the system, then what mm-hmm. will you do? I will bring in Zach Ertz on a one-year deal just to help mm-hmm. him grow as well. Yeah, look, I, I would love to bring Zach Ertz in as well, but I, I don't think at this point in his career I would be surprised if Zach wanted to play for us instead of, like, a, a, a Super Bowl-caliber team. Like, for me, I think he's more likely to stay in Arizona unless Kyler just, like, pulls the plug and, you know, they're out. Maybe Kyler goes to, to Indianapolis and, and Wentz winds up going to, to Arizona and he's got his old buddy back in Wentz and, uh, and Ertz. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But the way I was looking, who knows what's going to happen with him? Yeah, well, that's but just I've been it. watching like, last night's Super Bowl, man. Like, mm-hmm. Even though Cincinnati's offensive line is not all that, that mm-hmm. should wake the Jets up to make us realize that like, you know, we have to push ourselves if we want to get far. Yeah, no, we, we have to. You have to be able to spend money. You have to be able to make hard decisions, and I, I don't know if the Jets are quite there yet. I think they're still building the foundation. It took the Bengals like two years before they were actually able to, to get to this caliber. It just felt like it took Boom! You're out of here! You have been ejected from the cockpit, Mr. Motivation. We'll have you back. The New York Bully. Drops in with a super chat. He says, Ryan, what do you think about Cameron Thomas from San Diego State? He's a dog, and I'm starting to prefer him over Jermaine Johnson. Uh, if you're starting to prefer him over Jermaine Johnson, I'm going to have to do more of a look into him. I'll be honest, I've looked at a good amount of guys. I haven't gone seven deep on the uh, on the edge rusher front yet. I kind of want to tackle it in the top ten, but if you think... and I've, I've said Jermaine Johnson, I think, could be a you know, top 15 pick. So if you think Cameron jo- Cameron Thomas could be that, I'll take another look at him. 100%. No problem. No problem at all. Uh, let's see. William drops in with Super Chat. William says, Beavers from Cincinnati in the fourth and fifth would be a steal. Watch the tape of him shutting down McBride at the Senior Bowl practice. I, I'm assuming Beavers is a linebacker or... Safety? <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. Covering McBride? I don't actually know. I'd have to have to look into him. Uh, but I will. I 100% will. I'm not as sold on the Trey McBride. Um, no, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ride or die Trey McBride like at all. Uh, I'd be fine with with any one of them. So we'll see. Um, all right, William. Thank you so much for the super chat. Let's go back to the phones. Phone number's on the screen. Everyone gets three minutes to talk to your boy and tell me how you would rebuild the New York Jets. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who we got? Call from Bobby. Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, how you doing there? I'm trying to hang in there. Yeah, Jets will probably. Do you think the Jets will have a better season next year than this year? I hope so. <laughs> Just stack better games, right? Like last year we win two games. This year we win four games. That's double our win percentage. So yeah, I'm, uh, and I'm hoping we can gonna, double it again. Let's get up to eight. Yeah, look at the whole. Yeah, well, look at both of our teams. We were eight and twenty-four, twenty-six this year. 
four. Right. Oh, including with both teams, it would be six and yeah, the Giants and the Jets. Oh, yeah, Giants and Jets. Yeah. yeah, no, the Giants were Giants were bad too. They had what five wins, I think. They no, we had four of the same amount as you did, four and thirteen. Did they really? I didn't know that. So I guess we just yeah. beat them on the tiebreaker for the uh, oh, they for the draft pick. <laughs> so do we though. Like, think... look, I, our needle's pointing up. I don't, I don't have any ill uh, words for the New York Giants. I do want to be the best New York team. Right? No, but... I, I. You want to hear a story about the Jets one time? Remember yes. the old stadium? Sure. Uh, we met uh, Ray Romano at the oh, game. Very You cool. know him? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah, we met him and we shook his hand and I said, Oh, I, what? I like your uh, wife on the show. I had a crush on her. See, that was a good show. Oh, Plus, geez. your show, I heard you like Ozark. I do. I like a whole bunch of shows. I Ozark, I just finished oh, watching that. I just yeah, did you watch this new season uh, yet? What are you? Uh, I'm up to four. That's just four. So, so. Season four is broken up into two parts. It's part one, part two. Part one was really good. Yeah. I just finished it tonight with Becca. Yeah, I know. It's crazy that show. Oh, it's absolutely. Yeah, but what's the other? Uh, what's the other one they had? Uh, something bad. Uh, oh, Breaking Bad. Love me some bad. Yeah, Jesse's my boy. God, I there's yeah, so many parallels you could draw between the two of them. Do you ever see the show Power? I have not seen Power. Good. Do you know that lady who sang last night in the Super Bowl? I do. Is she from that? She's on that show. Yeah, she's on that show. No yeah. way. Okay, Back when I watched the Super Bowl, we're like, who is that? <laughs> I don't know you who are. that is. How's your dog doing? She's good. She's good. We were chilling, hanging out before. She was all cuddling up. Now I think Bali and Becca are, are hanging out in bed now. That would be my guess. How old is she? Bali, is so, so Bali will be two years old in like a month. Roughly. Wow, time flies wow. when you have one. Oh, it's I cool. got a couple of seconds now. You're awesome. I'll have <laughs> my so brother much, call brother. you. That's it. You're out of here. I like him. I'm sorry I had to cut him off, but the timer waits for no one, brother. The timer waits for no one. Uh, Thomas Cahill. Saw you with a super chat. Says Ryan Phillips is a must. How high do you think he goes? All right, all right. You know what? Let me. This is this is when people start talking about things that I'm not entirely sure what I'm talking about. Uh, let's see. Who are you talking about, Phillips wise? I have no idea who it would be. If you see it in the chat, let me know. Which Phillips he's talking about? Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips. I can't be talking about Kyle Phillips. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Kyle Phillips is getting out of here. Um, Phillips is a must. How high do you think he goes? I can't. Is there another Kyle Phillips? Is that like a, is that a thing? Could be. Let's see. Let's control F this baby. Nothing. Two L's? Could have definitely fucked that up. Let's see, throw another L in there. Nope, I got nothing. I don't know who it is. No, the wide receiver from UCLA. All right, well, you know what? I have <laughs> no idea. No idea who he is. All right, I'll have to do some more research. I apologize, Thomas. I wish I knew more about him. I know nothing. If you guys know something, let me know in the chat. But we're going to go back 
to some phone calls. I don't want to give advice on things I do not know. Phone number's on the screen. Everyone gets three minutes. Let's see how you guys would rebuild the New York Jets. Oh, Kevin. You got to do more research, he says. More homework. Google Christian Watson. Of course I know Christian Watson. I'm not totally living under a rock. <laughs> Get that guy out of here. What else you guys talking about? Ghost Mo. Five says, do you think the Jets keep Denzel Mims or trade him on draft night? I would prefer to trade him. Um, I think the coaching staff's probably done with him. It's a shame because I really, really wanted to see him play well. We'll see. Call from Frankie. To accept. Frankie, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, Ryan? How you doing? You doing good? I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. How would you rebuild the New York Jets or throw some other questions at me? What you got? All right, so uh, since we have only three minutes, I'll skip the free agency and we'll go to the draft. Okay. So if Thibodeau is not how we check out he's going to be, I think mm -hmm. we should go icky at four. Yep. And ten, this is, this is me. It's crazy to hear, but I want to trade one of the second rounders. So I say if we really like somebody and we think there's room, we slide mm -hmm. back from ten, mm -hmm. go to like – I don't know, maybe 18, 15, somewhere around there. Okay. Right? And take, like, I'm a big Traylon Burks guy. I've been watching him for a while, man. This guy's this guy's next DK Metcalf type guy. Now, would you be concerned at all that he goes before you get to your trade-down pick? Because are you okay taking one of Garrett Wilson or Drake London if he's not there? Because that's what you run the risk of. I think if you covet that's, that's, one wide receiver, I would take him at 10. That's, that's what I was looking at. But... Mm -hmm. Since we wanna, since we wanna trade, mm -hmm. I was thinking if we're gonna go, I mean Trevor Penning, man, he's he's been the guy, and mm -hmm. the offensive tackle take him, especially you don't know how Mackay Beckham's doing. Trade, trade up to the lower end of the first round pick with, like I would do thirty eight and like a pick from the trade back and go back up mm -hmm. and take Trevor Penning. I do like the senior bowl. Yeah, I I do like that route. Not necessarily for Penning. I think he might wind up going higher after the senior or after uh, the combine and everything, but. I like moving down from 10 and moving back up into the first. The five-year yeah, contract is just so valuable. That. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Like, It's very good like mm -hmm. how it is. Because with now, the five-year at the end. So now would you prefer, is he the guy you would trade back up for, or are there, are there other guys that you would prefer, like maybe other positions? Or, or what, what would you think? Um, I mean... I like McBride, but I don't think it's worth taking him in the first. Mm -hmm. You could always take a rocket in the third, but I'm I'm very big on uh, on what's his name? The uh, I think Penning? Jermaine Johnson. If we're gonna double dip, yeah. For me, I would almost rather give up our like say 38 and our third to get up like early 20s. <laughs> Then just get like get get four guys you really want the three first rounders and the second rounder, like, you know if you don't if you don't get it with the the third rounder, I could kind of live with it. But I think if you hit on four of your nine draft picks, I think that's that's pretty rock solid. Yeah, or maybe a linebacker as well. Mm -hmm. 
if Nicobe Dean's falling, like there would be a, yeah, a part of me that's like all about, I, I, I understand that Devin Lloyd is huge. He's like six foot three and he would be perfect as well. But man, Nicobe Dean just has like a violence to him that I just really, really like. And I would love to have him yeah. in green and white. That's, that's a solid linebacker right there. Yeah, I just, I don't know if it makes sense to, to draft him in the first round for this particular team. But brother, thank you so much for calling in. You have been ejected. <laughs> You're out of here. This is what happens. I don't look at the timer. And then it goes over. Sorry. Good thoughts, though. Good thoughts. A lot of people like Traylon Burks, Trevor Penning. If they think Trey McBride is the final piece of this offense and you want to move up, fine. I trust the evaluation process. I just would not super endorse it on my own. Call from Vinny. Vinny, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up? I haven't been in here in a while. Now I know it's been a while. You're not going to see me next week, which I just realized now I should probably tell the stream. I'm not going to be here next week. <laughs> I'm taking a week off. I'm going going traveling. Got a got a baby moon planned. Oh, how are you enjoying the day? Uh, Saint Valentine was decapitated. Oh, not not too bad. Beck and I didn't do anything crazy. Um, we went out two nights ago to a farm to table dinner. Uh, in our town. So it was really cool. Everything that we had, our five-course meal, was all made from that one farm. That's um, neat. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Definitely enjoyed it. It's a lot of stuff I would have never ordered on my own, like, uh, if I was just out at a restaurant, but because it was just being served, I was like, oh, all right, I'll try it. And I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. So mm -hmm. I was impressed. What about you? What did you do today on Valentine's Day? Nothing just hung, nothing just hung with my friend, got high. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, dude. I, I'm not judging. I like it. What? Yeah, um, no, so I'm going to talk about the draft. Well, all right, fire I, away. You, you said earlier, and you said sign LDT. Yes. <clears throat> it gives you that flexibility there. Yep. But look, it, in that for, this is a scenario where Thibodeau falls in the draft, and if he falls there, you don't feel bad because now you have LDT. Of yep. signing, of drafting, picking him up because you know if you don't sign LDT and you mm -hmm. pick him up, now you get a guard later on. Maybe yes. You don't get one of them. I think signing I mean, LDT gives you the flexibility of being avail, being able to draft the best player available. Yeah, exactly. It gives you that flexibility there, and you know, like it's and then I think after that, probably the wide receiver with the next pick. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I really do like Drake London, mainly because you know obviously. If they do draft him, the back page of the New York newspapers is going to obviously be London calling. <laughs> oh, it would be fantastic. I just, I really, he's six foot five. He's so big. I, him and Burks are really the two that get me the most excited, but I've, I've started to really like Garrett Wilson a lot. This guy is just, yeah, no, he yeah, contorts no, his like, body. Is, I think all this, three this would be This is the biggest perfect. thing we need right now because mm -hmm. we just need to get those explosive players. You get a top, because you look at, look at, look at the Bengals. Obviously, besides their wet cardboard that's called an offensive line, those weapons, it's, it's you know, it's you, you have Jamar Chase. Mm -hmm. And when you cover Jamar Chase, that leaves open for T. Higgins, and Boyd, and so Boyd. on and so on. Like, you can't cover everybody. There's always going to be a guy open. Well, that's just it. I want Michael Carter to be my Joe Mixon. I want whoever we draft at 10 or trade for to be my Jamar Chase. And then I want Corey Davis and Elijah Moore to be my Boyd and, and Higgins. That would be exactly. You get that. 
And that's the thing people got to understand. Is that's how you win. You win. You're out of here! You have been ejected from the cockpit. Ugh. Phone number's on the screen, boys. Three minutes. Three minutes. It's all you get. We shall see. We shall see. What are you guys talking about in the chat? Uh... Call from. Afrom. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. How are you tonight, Ryan? I am hanging in there, just having a grand old night talking to all you guys. What's on your mind, brother? I don't know why everyone's talking about as far as free agency and a wide receiver, the Cooper, Ridley. No one's bringing up Allen Robinson anymore. Last year we were hot for him. Now this yeah. year all of a sudden we're not hot for him. And you know um, what? I completely agree. I think that's an area that, that we do look to go. I think it makes sense contract-wise for Joe Douglas. I think the relationship with Robert Sala is interesting. And I do think the the value that you're going to get from him after a bad year will exceed the contract that we give him. Um, yeah, and I, I think I people would like are playing him. up the – yeah, people playing the uh, – that he had uh, his uh, numbers were down. But mm-hmm. he had Dalton and he had a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Of course his numbers are going to go down. And yeah. he's no, he's the same age as, uh, as Cooper. Yeah, no I think difference. they're both 28, 29, uh, somewhere in there. 29, I think they're both 29. going into their 29-year-old season. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm looking at that. Now, you mentioned you'd like to have uh, the Jets to have the same thing as the Bengals. So if that's the case, how do you sign Berrios no more than $5 million at best, considering how many snaps he's going to get, how much he's going to be on the mm-hmm. field except for kickoffs and punts? So I, I want to clarify my stance a little bit. on. I do want to spend on offense the way the Bengals have. I don't think Berrios fits what they do uh, in Cincinnati but I do think he fits what no. we're trying to do here. Um, but I, I, like you said, it's, where are you going to play him? If you're playing 12 personnel sets and you have two tight ends on the field, you're going to have Corey Davis and you're going to have Elijah Moore on the field. Like Berrios is going to get relegated to the bench. Um, so exactly. it's interesting. I, I don't know where that balance is because even where I keep running into is Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, the new tight end we bring in and the new receiver we bring in, that's five options that I would try to throw the ball to before I get to Berrios. Exactly, and so mm-hmm. how do you justify giving him a big contract? Um, I don't think I you at, do. I think uh, I think you have to plan to yeah. use him as a full time slot if you're giving him that deal. Exactly, and that's the only way he's going to get that. Um, but uh, and if you don't sign him, I would look at um, this kid Watson mm-hmm. later in the rounds because yep. I've seen his tape and he's played kickoff returns and and I don't know if he played punts, but he looks very athletic. He can fill that position. And yeah. he looks like a real good wide receiver at, the, at, that, at that position. Yeah, um, I think there's probably a delicate balancing act between like, okay, Barrios has been fully healthy for us. He's got a relationship with Zach. But how much does that cost us? Like if it's going to cost us $9 million, go with Watson. Don't, don't even worry about the $9 million. But man, I sure would right. love to see Barrios back. All Brother, right, thank you so night. much for the call in. You've been ejected. You're out of here. Cockpit. That was a good call, though. That was a good question. Oh, God, I love the chicken. Let's do one more phone call. We'll do one more phone call, then we'll head out of here. Guys, we got 119, what is it, 119 likes? Hit the like button. We got like over 200 people in here. Come on. 
Call from Ryan. Oh, Ryan, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Strong name you got there. Hey, how's it going? Hey, just make sure you turn off the YouTube video and listen to me on your phone so that way I'm not getting the feedback in the ears. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. How's it Good going? Stuff. Not too bad. I'm hanging in there. What do you want to talk about, brother? Yeah, I mean, first day of the off-season officially, there's just a mm-hmm. lot of things we could talk about. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, let's, I guess today, one of the things I was looking at today was I wanted to get your thoughts on the right guard position. I know there's a lot of mm-hmm. talk about LDT, potentially Brandon Scherf for free agency, maybe mm-hmm. even the draft. I wanted to get your thoughts on the right guard position, maybe what you see with McGovern moving around, LDT, mm-hmm. get your thoughts on that. So ideally for me, I would like to keep McGovern at center, but I would draft a center in the third or fourth round this year to prepare for McGovern possibly not being here next year. I think that's important. Now, guard-wise, I would like to bring back LDT. I would not go after Brandon Sheriff. I think he's going to cost a lot of money. He's a really good guard, but he hasn't really been healthy and available for all the games. So I would prefer to go the LDT route. Um, if you are, if, if the Jets feel they are against maybe whatever LDT is asking for price-wise and they don't necessarily want to go guard early in this draft, maybe you go after someone like Lakin Tomlinson or a Daniel... Um, Daniels, Chase, Dan- no, something Daniels, whatever the, the the guard from the from the Bears, um, he's really young, good at the wide blocking scheme, wide zone blocking scheme. Um, those were the routes I'd probably go, but I would go LDT first, and then I would look into the draft. If the edge rusher is not available at four, I have no problem taking a Quanu and letting LDT play backup. Um, if the edge rusher's there, then I take the edge rusher, I take the receiver at ten, and I look for a guard some point in the second or third round to try and have them groom behind LDT. Um, but I do like the positional flexibility that Aquanu or Neil give us at the beginning of the draft, just because I don't know what I have in Becton. And that just, it kills me. It absolutely burns me up inside to know that we may have to spend a first round pick on an offensive lineman and a wide receiver after just spending a first and a second just two years ago. (sighs) Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely tough because, you know, we thought we had the answer in the left tackle all these years mm-hmm. after D-Brick, and now that's a question mark. And then just after we had a little bit glimpses of Denzel Mims, for, uh, his fresh his rookie year with Flacco, and come back mm-hmm. to that second-round wide receiver, Jets curse. I'm praying that's not the case with Elijah this year. Oh, <laughs> God, I hope it's not the curse. I hope Elijah plays as well as I, as, I, as I hope he does. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was a live stream going with... with... <laughs> Mike Tyson, and I should have made a video about this. Maybe I will. But <laughs> Elijah Moore was offered a blunt by by Mike Tyson, uh, but he didn't take it. He didn't take it. And it's 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 funny. It's an interesting like back and forth. They had like ten minutes where they were going back there, but it was during the Super Bowl yesterday. Crazy, bro. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. You're, You're out of here from the cockpit. Oh, God, I love that. Okay, I'm lying. We're gonna do one more call. Let's do another call. I get so excited. I like this whole new setup I got. I don't think I've been lagging, so I guess I may have figured out my issues with what's going on. I think it was because I was streaming to Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Now I'm only streaming to YouTube, so a little less exposure, but a little bit more uh, quality. Quality is what I want. Quality over uh, views. Ah, Casey Howard. Good stuff, dude. Uh, FM says he's trying to call in. Well, I'm on my screen. Let me hit the refresh button. Maybe that's maybe something's going on. 
I probably should pick a better app than uh, Google Voice because they don't send through all the calls. Like, I'll see a bunch of, like, almost calls, <laughs> like, flying through the recently recent calls, but it doesn't connect for some reason. So if you don't get called, or if you don't get through, and you get a voicemail, just call again. It's okay. Uh, Zachary Burner, are you going to update the big board this season? Yes, I will update it as we go. This is as of last week, so... Uh, and this is Tankathon, so so keep that with a grain of salt. It could be totally different than than what we're looking at at other sites. Call from Joe. Joe, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? I was wondering if I was going to talk to you tonight. How are you doing tonight? All right. Yeah, I want to talk about some of the TV shows. Did you like Yellowstone? Ooh, I have not watched it. I've had multiple people tell me that, and I got to sit and watch it. So I, I haven't. It's a good series. <laughs> I've heard great things. I really got to sit down. I have a list of probably two shows that I got to get to before that one. I got to watch Murderville, which I heard was pretty good. That's on Netflix. Um, and then I guess Yellowstone. I thought, I thought I had another one in there, too. Whatever. What <laughs> other? You got any other shows you, you like or movies? Well, I like, a, you know, I'm an old dude, so I, I like, you know, the old school stuff. Sanford and Son. Sure, Dukes sure, has sure. it. Um, you know, I'm into the, uh, you know, retro 70s and 80s shows. <laughs> I love it i love it there's there's some good shows my dad was a big columbo guy growing up i don't know like when columbo was on uh-huh. but he was that was like the one thing saturday mornings it must have been like turner classic movies or something like that he would have it on like right, every morning yeah. i like mission impossible too that was good back in the day <sighs> those are great so i've only seen the mission impossible movies i'm assuming is there a show what? too at one point yeah there was yeah in the 60s okay. and early 70s yep I love me, love me some Tom Cruise and, <laughs> and some jumping off of buildings. Yeah, yeah, fire away. Um, I'll tell you what, Ryan. I think this is going to be the biggest draft the Jets, the most important draft, let me say, that we've ever this had is the most in the history of our franchise. Yeah, I would say most important offseason. I don't know if I'd necessarily just say the draft, but I would say offseason in general. Yeah, you're right, yeah, because of free agency and trades, possible trades. But uh, mm-hmm. I think from the number 10 pick, Number four mm-hmm. pick, I think we're going to go offensive line. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Either Neo or Aikawanu, that guy. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I think number 10, I think we should trade it. Yeah. Yeah, Try no, I'm, I'm all back. for it. Is there someone you'd, or is there a position you'd want to trade back to, ideally? And is there a position you'd want to look for? You know, I have a feeling we're not going to get Hamilton. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's going to go a little earlier yeah, than I agree. what I expect. So probably safety and cornerbacks. It seems like there's a couple of decent ones out there we can get. Mm-hmm. Garner or Stingley. I do like Sauce a lot. I would say, from what I've been reading, it seems like Hamilton's like the only first-round caliber safety with Brisker being like fringe first round. Um, I feel like a lot of the guys wind up falling into the second at that point. So I'd probably go a different route than, than safety, but I do like Sauce in a trade down. You know what? Yeah, I think I'd go with that. I think you're right, you know? We'll see. I mean, I, don't know I wouldn't say about, Sauce is my uh, first trade-down option. Like, I, w- I would prefer any of the receivers or maybe even, like, a linebacker before I, I go to him. We'll there see. you go. Hey, Ryan, I'm ejecting myself. See you later. <laughs> Take it easy, brother. You have been ejected. <laughs> you're out of here. Uh, all right, boys and girls. That was kind of fun. We're going to keep this to, to just an hour. Uh, keep me a little sane. The wife... It's Valentine's Day. Your boy's got to take care of some business. We're watching a show. 
Get your heads out of the gutter. It's been fun, boys and girls. It's been a lot of fun. My name's Ryan. This has been Jets Talk. Or I've been Jets Talk. This is the cockpit. Call and show. Bam! <laughs> this is Ryan signing off. J-E-T-S! Quick!